ready to take a ride. Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, we can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening, you're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. Welcome aboard. Praise the Lord. It's been a while since I've been back here. Hasn't it? Brother, it's been a long time. It has. I, I was just looking um, looking it up. and um, Yeah, it's been a while, man. But anyway, we think about you every day. We miss you. And um, our heart, heart, my heart over here is with you, of course, every day. Thank you, my brother. And, uh, yes, man. I'm, I'm happy for you. Happy for you. And... Um, we, we, of course, have been busy over here in little old Australia. <laughs> My friend, did you relocate from um, Gold Coast to Brisbane? Or, or no, are they close we're, to we're, each other? We're, we're, we're only uh, like an hour away from Brisbane. We're still on ah, the Gold Coast. Okay. Yeah. I need to learn my geography. Still on the Gold Coast. <laughs> Same time, though. It's Brisbane time. So. Ah, okay. Okay. I'm learning something new. Cool. That's cool. awesome. And we welcome people uh, out there from around the world. I'm excited to be able to do these shows again. We were down for about 90 days, taking care of some wow. things here locally. But uh, we're officially back up and running. And uh, it's good to have Minister Peter Whiffen from Australia back on the show. You sound great. Peter, how are you doing for time? I'm all right. I'm well, all right. I've got, uh, got time, uh, plenty of time. I'm excited to be back with you, and uh, I'm going to turn the microphone oh. over to you. Uh, anything you'd like to share tonight? But before you do, would you be so kind as to give out contact information on your ministry? Yeah, um, people can contact me. My name is uh, Peter Whiffen, which is spelled uh, W, H for Harry, I for Igloo, F for Facebook, F for Facebook, I for Igloo, N for Nelly. Um, you can come on Facebook. Um, website hiskingdomstable.com um, yeah, and, uh, email is my name again at hotmail peterwiffen at hotmail.com now we uh, we never neglect a request uh, uh, for, for ministry and uh, never charge anyone it's always free I try not to let anything get in the way of the love of God or just stay away from anything that might hurt that and uh, Shannon we, we've been getting some interesting stories oh my goodness had, had some uh, had some interesting adventures uh, where 
praying for people nearly every day. And uh, we run a, a live meeting uh, that goes on Facebook as well uh, on uh, Saturday nights at the Gold Coast. Um, and that's at uh, 20 uh, Young Street, Southport, the CWA Hall, Country Women's Association Hall. And that runs from 7.30 through till no one wants to go home, midnight. <laughs> uh, so we never fail to have people manifesting there. Um, we, we actually have half a dozen buckets on hand for the bucket brigade. There's people coughing up spirits and um, we're getting a lot of uh, a lot of really good result, positive uh, growth. Um, trying to uh, build up uh, workers that, that want to learn deliverance uh, and healing, of course, the Great Commission, uh, that want to learn how to share the gospel. Um I'm fortunate. I, I have a Goodwill store and a little office at the back, and um, we we get people who are challenged in life, and they get to talk to me, and and uh, some of them be, become Christians. Uh, we hand out Bibles. Um, a lot of screams come out of this office here, <laughs> and uh, people people get the benefit of the true gospel. Um, so. Uh, that's all my contact stuff. Fantastic. Peter, we're glad to have you back. And uh, the mic yeah. is yours. Speak on anything you like. All right. Um, cool. So so what to speak on? Um, it's taken me a long time, you know, every day uh, ministering, every day uh, thinking about the things of, of God through the gospel. And um, it, it it dawned on me that um, that uh, how we're made, and and it dawned on me how we have problems and uh, why why everyone's sort of different. Um, where people are, uh, some people are doing well, some people are not doing well, some people are opposing themselves, um, some people seem to be trying their heart out uh, to get ahead in life and they never get ahead and all these things. And um, um, I had a look at it and um, I, I think I, I missed realizing a lot of my Christian life that, that it's the operation of the spirit that um, is not understood and what is the spirit and, and, and what is the operational of it. And um, <clears throat> see, we see Adam was made perfect on the ground so physically his body's perfect you know he's just not alive he, he's not working and uh, like I was saying to the lady before um, if you've got a computer you've got the hardware and then you've got the software so you can have a beautiful computer best hardware in the world and without windows or an operating system it's not going to run you need to install the operating system to boot it up. So God breathed into Adam and he booted up. He became a living soul. So um, the problem is, is that Adam done a deal by, by eating from the tree before he had kids, by the way. So all his children by default ate from the tree. He, uh, 
he signed an agreement to no evil. It's part of that agreement was to no evil. And that is the software. In other words, I've got a new computer. I've got Windows in there, but I've now subscribed for pirated software. I'm now allowing my computer to be loaded up with a virus, with software that's uh, not what the creator of the computer wanted it to run. So with that, we see the story of Cain and Abel. Um, Cain, by the name, by his name, means possession. So Cain had an evil spirit there. God called the evil spirit sin. Sin is lying at the door, and it was a person. You should rule over him. His desire is for you. So this his having a desire is another entity, another being. Um, Because Satan wanted to be God, so God's original plan... I, I believe, and, he, and still in, in play today, is to, to come and live with us. He puts his spirit in us to be a partner in life. We live and we walk and live together with God, who is in us in spiritual form as a spirit with our spirit. So we're together living along. So to be God of this world, Satan wanted to put his spirit in men. Exclude God's one and put his one in. Now, when he was inside Cain, Cain got angry. 90 seconds. Disregard that. In fact, uh, let me clear that right now so we won't get that interruption. I apologize, Peter. Hold on. (laughs) It's all right, man. Okay, that just means people, I can't call them full line. We're, We're done with that segment. Okay, folks, we're live with Peter Whiffen. Please continue without interruption. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so, um, uh, Kane's now running the uh, he's now running the pirated software he, he, he's running another spirit that, that we know is to kill, steal and destroy so um, Abel's name means breath, the breath so here we see possession kills the breath, Cain kills Abel so, so there's our battle not against flesh and blood, but it's it's against spiritual software, if you want to put an understanding with it, against the spiritual functioning of us. So how do we know it's the wrong spirit working? We see by what's on the screen, what's happening. Um, Cain got angry for no reason. So... When we see this in ourselves, that's how we know there's something wrong. We're, we're running the wrong spirit through our heart. That's the central processing unit, the computer, central processing unit of a, a man is the heart. So it says out of the heart comes all evil things, all the, and that's the spiritual malfunction running there. So all of us have different levels of and, and different spirits in us, different different malfunctions, and um, the Creator doesn't like that. 
he doesn't want us to agree to run that and be happy running those sort of programs. He wants us to run his ones, which are, you heard me pray before, love, joy, peace, soundness of mind, self-control, righteousness, truth, uh, grace, all these things that are that are good and worthy. So we're in charge of the machine. We've been made kings and, and we own this machine that we're living in. We're the, we own it as far as managers. But when we're born again, Jesus, Jesus buys the machine. He buys us with his blood. And... Um, the blood of Jesus Christ has money. It, it, it has purchasing power. We're redeemed by that blood, which means it has purchasing power. Why? Because of payback. The, the, the payback for the unrighteous death of Jesus Christ requires a righteous restitution, the payback, which, which cannot be paid because his bloodline died. You, you're talking... More than the sand of the sea, people died that can never be born. His, his righteous descendants. So that opens the way for us to be adopted, to make up the vacuum, the void of that unrighteous death. Jesus is entitled to a family back and we can be born again to make up that family. So once we've made up that family, as family members, we have the right to the right software. <laughs> We have the, you know, we we basically have the right to restoration. So part of the restoration is submitting to God and having prayer, having the evil software, evil spirits cast out, and the right ones installed. Ezekiel tells us this in thirty six twenty six, a new heart also, I will give you. And a new spirit I will put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh, a soft one. So this is a, a reboot, a restore. Um, in the age of computers, we can sort of start to understand that. A new, a new operating system. Maybe a new central processor that, that's been cooked by the enemy. So when we submit... To God in prayer, you notice when when I was ministering there, I got the got the lady to say, "I offer myself." We we put ourselves into the Creator's loving hands for restoration. It's a little bit like I take my computer down to the technician I trust. So we lift up our heart and we, and we say, "Dear God, you know I'm um, I'm manifesting a wrong spirit here all the time. Please." Please restore me. I don't want that. I want a new spirit, a new heart, a new operation. So when um, when we are operating, the spirit is operating. The spirit of God is operating in us. We can tell by how we act, by our actions. Love, joy, peace, patience, self-control, all these sorts of things. See. So if we judge ourselves, we will not be judged. So we can check. Am I acting? Because the way you act is what software is activating. 
Amazing. So now we can see if we need help or not, if we need restoration and what areas we need restoration. I actually believe that we have seven operating systems. That's why there's the seven candles of light, seven deadly sins, seven spirits of God. So there's seven. Now we, we can be operating in one, two or three or four areas of humanity very nicely. But as soon as one section comes up, we malfunction. You know, I'm very good at this, I'm very good at that. And then I crash when it comes to this. So this is where we, we want all the candles of the living God to be burning. The whole lot of our operating systems operating wonderfully. Mary Magdalene had seven spirits cast out of her and they said it was a big deliverance. But the demoniac, they didn't say that, who had 3,000 or more allegiance. Why? Because I think that she had seven principalities over each candlestick, absolutely killing her whole life. Much much forgiven, much love. So we have a big progress there. So it is our job, I believe, to check ourselves and to submit for prayer because when we do that, that's the humble. That's being humble. Like the promises of God are for the humble. Uh, the meaning of the land of Canaan's name is low land, <laughs> and that's the promised land. In Second uh, Corinthians three six, it says, "Who has also made us ministers of the New Testament?" That's the new new covenant. We get that new covenant by being born again. If you're not born again, you can't see the kingdom of heaven. So we need to be children born again into the Spirit to be able to see the Spirit. Who has made us able to be ministers of the New Testament, not the letter, but the Spirit. For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. So there's the answer of where our life, where our life uh, comes out of. Um, I had a guy, I was showing him a video of uh, one of the guys I was ministering to and uh, who was manifesting. And he, he left and, oh, thanks for that, and off he went and he, he came back with his, uh, his girlfriend. He said, she's, she's beating me up at night. <laughs> and uh, I sat her down in a chair, her eyes rolled in the back of her head, and, <clears throat> and that's when the, the spirit came out of her. Now, I saw him the other day, six months later, and he's testifying to me. She's completely different now. So, so here we have that in, uh, in like demonstration that, that the ministry that we have as Christians can administer life in a way that cannot be done any other way. We have the keys to the kingdom of heaven where we can administer this new wine representing a new spirit, a spiritual reboot, a software restore. You know, how do you get rid of viruses? You just restore the whole system. Virtually a new heart and a new spirit in the computer. 
says in Luke 5.38, but new wine must be put into new bottles and both are preserved. Yes, the, the new spirit requires a new heart to operate properly. It's not compatible with the old hardware. It's like a computer. You know, you, you might have to change the, the operating chip to put the better software in because it can't handle it. So the same thing. We need a new heart and a new spirit to operate correctly. So if we don't have this, how do we know? We know by how we act. We know by how we're walking, in other words. Walking is how you act in the Bible. So to walk in the spirit, right, and not and not fulfill the lust of the flesh, to walk in the spirit is to walk with the spirits of God, the, the right software. Love, joy, peace, soundness of mind, self-control. And you ask yourself, am I, am I operating in love? Am I really? Or am I thinking of myself? Matthew fifteen nineteen says, From out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murder, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, and blasphemy. So when we're doing those things, we're running the wrong spirit as activating in us. Jesus saw it in Peter. Get behind me, Peter. You're talking about the things of men and not the things of... Or get behind me, Satan, he said, in Peter. You're talking about the things of men and not the things of God. So Jesus is discerning that the wrong spirits at work there, even in Peter. So it's our job to police ourselves and then submit to prayer for one another or ourselves, do self-deliverance and get those things cast out of us and a new spirit put in its place. Proverbs 23.7 says, For as he thinks in his heart, so is so as he, is he. And it's like, as the software is running in the computer, so is the computer. Psalm 51.10 says, Creating me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. We know these things, but the, but the, the understanding is, is to have it dawn on us that everything we think and everything we do comes from the operation of a spirit inside us. It's how we were made. I believe that Adam was made to hold spirit. God made him fully intending to breathe on him and put the spirit in him. So we are made to hold spirit. Now, when an evil spirit comes in us, we're made to hold it as well. The body loves it. The body loves spirit. It's been made to hold more than one, God and man, and the evil one comes in and the body says, thank you very much. I love you. And in this way, the spirit wars against, sorry, the flesh wars against the spirit because the flesh wants it. So that brings up, if we're having a lot of problem with different spirits, especially the ones that talk, the talkers. You know, the um, man talks. He's the king of the, he's the king of the creation and crown of creation, and he talks. So when spirits have the ability to talk, you know that they're they're a certain ability type demon, and um, the flesh is made to hold on to it. So um, 
this is where prayer and fasting comes in. And I don't know if a lot of people will really understand why it's the fast and what and what is the prayer. Okay, we say prayer and fasting. Why the fast? What is the prayer? I believe the fasting weakens the flesh like death. It's like simulation of dying. When you die, the spirit leaves the body. So when you half die, a demon that's half a human or not a good match, it it dies, it leaves the body. So we have this fasting which allows the flesh to be weakened to let go of the spirit that's there. Now the prayer, I believe, comes from the passage about the hornets. God said to Joshua, not by sword and not by bow, but by hornets, I'm going to get this kind out. And he, and he let them know which kind it was. So that um, the hornet, and the hornet has a stinger in the natural. Romans 1 says that the invisible attributes of God can be clearly seen from the natural. So if we look at a hornet, uh, there are some hornets that are very big and their venom dissolves flesh. So um, you can imagine uh, going to fight, you know, a 30-foot high giant uh, with your little sword and uh, you can stick him in the big toe, but he's going to stomp on you. So you pray and the God goes with you and swarms of hornets come in and buzz around this uh, giant's head, stinging the hell out of him, and he's going to run away. He can't stay where the hornets are. So this is the prayer. God, send your spiritual hornets. Send the kingdom of heaven. Come and sting and suffer pain on these spirits. This is the executing the judgment on these uh, spirits. We'll get to that. So the, the fasting weakens the body and the prayer gets the spirits out. So the prayer is deliverance prayer. The fasting... Now, I don't know how much fasting people have to do. It depends on what sort of spirit is in them. And um, we have an example of even everywhere up to 40 days. Uh, I'm not saying go do a 40-day fast, but what, what I'm saying is, is that some people who are having consistent struggles may have to go to some level of fasting to get those things out. But before you do the fasting, make sure you have a good minister with you that is able to do deliverance. Otherwise, you're going to waste your time. So this kind come out with prayer and fasting. Um, The other thing that that dawned on us over the years here is um, we're actually delivered by judgment, I believe. Now, why would I say that? Well, if we have a look at the example of the Passover, um, we, we have the, the people of God inside the house with the blood on the house and a judgment flying above, the angel of death coming on Pharaoh. Now, that's how Pharaoh let him go, let Israel go. When Pharaoh was hit by the judgment, he let the Israelites go. Now, 
the second part of that is Pharaoh changed his mind and he chased Israel. And he was halfway in the Red Sea, as we know the story, and he got drowned. It's a type and shadow of the blood overcoming Satan, I believe. The blood will drown Satan in judgment. Why did Pharaoh drown? Pharaoh could have yelled out to God, hey, you let Moses across and you drowned me. That's unfair. No. Pharaoh drowned the Hebrew children in the river and he reaped what he sowed. He drowned. So the judgments the judgments on the evil spirits are they're reaping what they've sown. And uh, God is using the church to execute that judgment. This honor have all the saints to execute the judgment written. So unless the church executes that judgment, it's not coming on them. That's what's wrong with the world today. I, When I first discovered this, I had demons screaming their heads off. What would be the worst judgment that can come upon anyone? Well, if we think about it, it would be to be crucified like Jesus Christ. So these spirits all need to be crucified. Their fault, Satan entered Judas and betrayed Jesus with money and a kiss jointly inside the body of Judas. So Satan and men that side with Satan must be crucified. That's the judgment. All judgment has been given to the Son. So the judgment that applies is the judgment against the Son. If we have a look at Judas, he was crucified. He hung from a tree. People who die outside of being born again are subject to the pain of the crucifixion forever because they're guilty of killing the eternal son. They must, by sowing and reaping laws, reap eternal death. But don't you know you, and this is the good news, you are crucified with Christ. When we're born again, we're given a certificate of sonship that says we were seeds inside of Jesus Christ's body not actually, but technically, legally, that was being crucified. So we become accounted as the victim of the cross as well. That's our personal cross. We become a victim of it. Now, what does that do? We can never be guilty of the crime of the crucifixion of Jesus Christ because we've been crucified with him as a victim too. That's the wonder, the miracle of the cross. Now, we also have a personal right of payback because we were inside the body of Jesus Christ being illegally crucified. Not actually, but we get a certificate that say we're adopted son with all the rights of the original sons. They were all crucified with Jesus, can never be born, so they have a right of judgment as well. So when it says take up your cross and follow me, you take up the rights of judgment and follow Jesus. You already died and crucified with Jesus. Your cross is your payback stick. Your cross is your weapon. 
Yes, it's a weapon of the warfare. That's our main weapon. That cross will pierce the head of the serpent. Yes, it's the judgment on that cross that is the piercing weapon. If we have a look up in Judges chapter 4, we'll see Sisera was pierced with a tent peg through the temple. Pierced to the ground. The ground representing the curse. The tent peg, I believe, representing the cross. Where a tent and it was a peg. She put her hand to the workman's hammer and pierced him through his temples to the curse. So this is our job as courageous Christians to take up the cross, which is to take up the judgments against all who are guilty for it. Big responsibility. A responsibility that I believe has been forgotten. But anyway... We don't need to forget. We can stand up and use that. Now, I've had people coming to me that can't get deliverance anywhere, and they get deliverance. We virtually, without fail, get people delivered. Some are still ongoing. Because God says when you cast out the hornet type ones, the ones that are the talkers, he said, I will not do it within a year. Lest the beasts of the field will multiply against you. And that's where I believe people lose their personality and invite it back. Because they're not used to living without these spirits. So sometimes it takes a little bit of time. And the message there is never, never, never give up on deliverance never on healing and deliverance never give up the kingdom of heaven is at hand so we praise God for that when I looked at the stations of the cross which the Catholic Church described very well when we look at each part of the cross, why doesn't the Bible, I thought, just say he was crucified? No, it gives all the gory details. And when we look at the individual stations of the cross, I can see there that God has answered the cost, the plight, the answer for mankind, healing and deliverance from every single station of the cross. For instance, where Jesus was kept as a prisoner in place of the murderer Barabbas that part of the cross pays for the release of murderers where Jesus couldn't carry the cross and, and a man had to help him that pays for the burden of men now I've actually by command laid the burden of the cross on the demons a lot of them scream we cannot bear it yet God gives us a, no burdens that we can't bear that's not common to man but here is one that Jesus took that he couldn't bear why so that that unbearable burden will go upon Satan upon his demons we have the right to administer that you want to try it one day when you're doing deliverance I lay upon you, you demon, the burden of the cross. I bind you to it. 
Jesus name yeah see if they laugh at you never had one I've had them scream in agony as that comes on them that's one of our weapons that's mighty the burden of the cross what about the bitter gall we pray drink the bitter gall and the demons gag because Jesus was forced to drink it so they must be forced to drink it and you know why they come out of us why we can even cast them out Jesus was forced out of his body his body was broken he was not appointed to die but he said into you my your hands I commit my spirit father and he left because Jesus was forced out of his body the demons can be forced out of his body too this is how it works righteous judgment see you're not your own you're bought with a price don't you know you're the body of Christ how can a demon live in the body of Christ it has no legal rights to stay there anymore the old family bloodline has died we are a new bloodline now we have a righteous father not unrighteous ancestors anymore so now we have to clean up the land flush out the evil renew a right spirit we've got a work to do yes but we are not cursed we are the body of Jesus Christ that is not cursed we must stand on that and insist on that stubbornly mm. the demons will try all they want to trick us mm. but when pressed they admit they don't own the body I'll go to them hey you demon who owns this body never fails with a Christian for him to say Jesus have a look at the seal inside them what does it say sealed for the day of redemption well come out then see we have to stand on the promises of God by faith in the kingdom of heaven and that the promises of God are true and we will get the result amen 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 so um I don't know how much time we have left. Uh... My brother, what a powerful teaching tonight. We've got uh, as much time as you want. Uh, and we also are going to bring Peter back on a regular basis. I really am enjoying this teaching tonight. Minister Peter Whiffin, if you're just tuning in from Australia, do you want to go another 30 minutes? Do you want to wrap it up? What is good for your schedule? Up to you guys. I'm I'm here. I've got uh, only got a shop to close at five o'clock, so we've got thirty minutes if we want to use it. You want to um, use we it? Can, we can we 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 can use it. Um, I am really we, enjoying this teaching. Um, Mark, where you're at there, I want you to uh, also tell people: Do you have local ministry available there in Australia for people maybe tuning in? Want to come out and get some help? Yeah. Yeah, they can come and see me at uh, 3 Stephen Street, Southport, um, which is on the Gold Coast. Um, 
Yeah, I'm here every day, so uh, they can come to our meeting. Uh, come on Facebook. We can uh, minister by phone. We can minister on um, on uh, online anytime. Facebook Messenger, all that sort of stuff. And uh, you know, uh, Peter Johnson would say hello as well. Uh, he, we see him every week. <laughs> Where do you meet? Tell us about the uh, meeting because I've seen it come up on YouTube or Facebook. Yeah, yeah, it's a, uh, it's just in a little hall. Um, it's uh, at Twenty Young Street, Southport, and um, it's a CWA hall. We've been blessed to get it. We've got it uh, booked out for um, permanently for Saturday nights so that we're consistent and um, people from all over the country have been coming. And um, uh, they come and they go. We're, we're not building a church. We're, we're just doing a service, uh, helping helping the saints. And, uh, you know, we, we say, don't leave your church. Go, go back to your church. Uh, but we have it Saturday night so that they can come and learn deliverance. Uh, they can come and know what to do if they have someone manifest instead of, you know, freaking out and nothing happens. And... Um, and they can preach the gospel in a way where we're offering offering something that's powerful, not just word, you know, power. And um, so we we do that. Uh, it's 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 been uh, received pretty well. We we have a high number of people come and go, which is great. Get your deliverance and go and live your life, you know. Go and uh, go and serve the Lord and. Um, so uh, without fail, we're there every week, and um, Peter usually does the teaching, and uh, I do the communion, and then uh, we do some singing and whatnot, and then after that we do the pray for deliverance, and uh, we get people screaming fantastic. and running out of the place. And <laughs> <laughs> Give out the location again, and what time you have the services? Uh, it's uh, 20 Young Street, Southport, and it is at... Um, 7.30 Saturday nights every Saturday. Oh, that's great. Street. And that's in Sydney? Yeah. Uh, not Sydney, excuse me, Gold Coast? Gold Coast, yeah, Gold Coast. So we just felt, you know, online is good, but uh, having a live in-the-flesh presence is, has been very good as well. Um, it's limited to those that can get there, but the internet is wider. But, um, yeah, I'd, I'd, we had uh, one guy there... Um, Decided he just didn't want to smoke anymore, you know. I'm fed up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Peter says, "Well, you got to chuck everything away." So he goes in the car and gets all his cigarettes and chucks them in the bin. Wow! And wow! <laughs> so we start praying for him, and he starts vibrating and jumping around the seat, and then he's on the ground and he's rolling around and and uh, coughing up, and then. Uh, he, he coughs up in the bucket two inches of vial. That's disgusting smell of cigarettes went through the whole hall and the ladies were running out dry reaching. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that guy's never smoked again. <laughs> you know, it's a real spirit that enters into people and uh, demons stink. Yeah. They stink. This one stunk. I had another guy, um, uh, had a guy uh, with deliverance. The first time I've seen blood, Shannon. Wow. And, um, what happened? Wow. 
wow, I'm praying for him, and he, he starts coughing up spirits, and I, I wasn't looking at him, and then when I looked up, he had a beard, and his whole face was red with blood. Oh, Whoa. my goodness. And um, but Jesus said, you know, rend him not when they, he cast out a guy. I remember that. And right. um, Yeah, this, this demon tore him apart on the way out. Wow. Oh, so that, that was a bit shocking, a bit horrifying and shocking. Then... Um, then we get get a few Kiwis from New Zealand. Um, they have a uh, an Islander Maori type tradition, and um, uh, we had one very they're very big built people, you know, big muscles. <laughs> and uh, we had one there. He he used to worry that he'd lose it because he had superhuman strength if he lost his control. And uh, up came this monster. He, he had sore legs. He just come up for prayer for sore legs, and next thing you know, he's holding on to me and falling over. And um, up come this spirit. Oh my goodness, Shannon! He, he, if that thing could have got loose, it, it would have killed me. We're gonna have to call that one the Hulk demon. <laughs> Sounds like, <laughs> uh, like yeah. It was like the Hulk. Like his whole face contorted. Right. Now, now, man, you really need faith when these things come up because this is really scary. This yes. is not funny. And uh, I don't believe in holding anyone if they manifest. I, I think we've got the power of God, so I have the faith. Yes. And uh, I made it bow. <laughs> I made this thing bow, man. And he, he's on the ground bowing, bowing, bowing. Wow. And, uh, yeah. So, so at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow. That's our that's our fundamental promise, right? Yes. And the knees of the demons will bow. If you insist, and you don't let fear come anywhere near, you you can you can make them bow. So I made it bow, and then I'm then I'm using the love, or the Lord loves. You know, the guy's name's Raz. The God. God, the Lord loves the Raz. And you know what the demon said? <laughs> he said, We know, we know. <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes, You humans. And it, it was like um, nasty on us humans, like jealous. And um, so uh, we've had a lot of progression with that guy. It, it's. Uh, quite a lot of battles but uh, they come out it's getting less and less and less and um, the poor guy was caught with the Maori uh, tradition uh, some of those warmonger native you know savage spirits wow uh, wow then this I had another one um, said to me if you call me a demon one more time I'm going to pull your tongue out <laughs> <laughs> what did he want to be addressed as? He said he's an angel. I'm an angel. So, you know, angels can enter human beings. The Bible says uh, Satan entered Judas. It does? Yeah. That's right. So so the cherub brand of angel, uh, cherub means indwelling blessing. Uh, so um, what happened with this guy was... I don't know if it's interesting to everyone, but what what happened was I got a call on uh, Facebook, and he's already manifesting. 
he, he's a new Christian. Uh, we baptized him a few weeks before. And him and his wife were praying, and next thing you know, he's manifesting out of control. <laughs> wow. Help, 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 help. <laughs> so uh, I spent four hours on the on the phone through Facebook and got it out and um, broke its back, got it out. But, but the wife actually recorded what was going on. So... He's, he's on the floor holding on to the phone and the wife's recording him as he's manifesting. And uh, this this uh, thing was very interesting because it, it said it was a, an angel and it said it was jealous that the father had chosen humans above angels and um, was very dirty on God for doing that. Uh what else did it do? It, it said uh, that the guy had a destiny and that its job was to stop him walking in his destiny. So that that's encouraging for everyone that we, we all have a destiny and but we have an opposition to that very destiny. <laughs> that's uh, the truth. Yeah, amazing. There are many I'm listening out there. to this. Who never yeah, the truth. Uh, reach what God wanted them to reach because of Satan and his army of demons withstanding them. So we've got to fight back, folks, because he want to keep yep. you from your divine destiny. Yeah, you, I, I actually believe, uh, I, I suspect and believe that um, when you're born, that there's a proclamation spoken over your life, like... Shannon Davis will be born today. His destiny is to run Amiga Man Radio, <laughs> whatever it is, you know. And uh, that's cool. <laughs> you know, it's cool. And then all your life, right? The devil knows this, and he's gone. He's not going to. I can't allow it. No, he's going to be dangerous to my kingdom. No, he's not going to do that. So you, you, you spirits, you go out and you stop him. So maybe you know you know as yourself, Shannon. You had a lot of had a lot of trouble, and I oh, did yeah. too in in growing up. You know, till you get to this point, you know, you, there's a lot of opposition. You, you nearly die. You, you're nearly taken out. That's the truth. Yeah, man. You know that makes sense to me. Yeah, Satan so, had to but, know. That's yeah, why yeah. For those people, for those people having problems, praise the Lord because you got the devil's attention. <laughs> yeah, that's also good news. You know, God has great plans, folks, for you. Yeah, but we have and to if choose. you have a look, yeah, go on. Sorry. No, you're right. Go ahead. Yeah. So if you think about it, you know, when Jesus is born. And we're no different, really, in terms of, you know, he came, you know, into the world, and we're, as he is in the world, so are we. And and the angels proclaimed, didn't they? You know, hark the herald angels sing. They they, they proclaimed, um, new king born today, that um, they proclaimed Jesus' destiny for the whole of the heavens. So we're no different. Everybody has a destiny. And, and that's why I do the prayer. God, I give myself to you to be who you want me to be. Help me work. You know, another one you can add is, you know, help me walk in my destiny, Shannon. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I'm taking notes tonight. That's a good one right there. 
Lord, help me to walk in my destiny. Yeah. Brother, I want... How cool is that? How cool is that, eh? That is... That's really cool. I want you to pray for people tonight before we close and that God will help them to walk in their destiny and anything else the Lord leads you to pray. Um, okay. Friends, are you enjoying this tonight? I'm excited to be back in contact with Brother Peter. Brother... I apologize for taking so long to get you back on. It's all right. I, I have dropped the ball in so many areas, but I'm not going to let it happen again. By the way, how uh, did this time in the afternoon work for you? That's good. I, I've I've actually used my uh, office computer, and I've got it hardwired in. Uh, I, I went and bought a headset again, so I've I'm, I've great. got everything there. Try try and help, and um. I've I've got a I've got this little shop. It closes at five, but uh, the people here are run by volunteers, so they they all know to leave me alone for a couple of hours. <laughs> Brother, and, that's uh, fantastic. Are you still at the same location with the the um, the building where you give out uh, many goods to people? It's a what yeah. do you call it in Austria? Goodwill store. Yeah, like that. It's a goodwill store. Op- opportunity shop. Goodwill I like store. that. That's awesome. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, the testimony on that was it was given to me. You know, I, I was at a hard place. Um, you remember when I was in Fiji? Yes. And uh, the people didn't pay. <laughs> I exported right. stuff there. My, my, you know, I, I, I'd, in the past, lost a lot of money. And... Um, I was doing this export just to make a living, and uh, my mum had given me five thousand dollars, which I'd used on a a shipment. And when I got over there, they never paid me. <laughs> Damn. Uh, mm. Yeah. And and wow. I, and I go, God, I'm just praying along, just being honest, you know. Like you know, God, I I found out I I found out that the Creator who made us loves us. He's our friend, man. He's a friend. Yes, so, he is. So I go to him, this is the worst day of my life again. This is all happening again. I'll have no money when I go back. I won't be able to live. I'll have to move out. And um, and he said, don't worry, I'm going before you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> out of the blue. And um, I, I sort of like went, oh, all right. And that afternoon I got two phone calls, Shannon. Two phone calls on my mobile. The guy who owned this uh, Goodwill store said, I'm retiring. Do you want it? I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. And, yeah. And uh, the lawyer, my um, my friend who was helping me for free because I didn't have the money, um, rang up and said that my uh, superannuation got settled. I, I had a bit of a case going where, where that got stolen. And um, so in the same day, I had two phone calls that put me back on the map. <laughs> Well, praise God. God's good. Praise it. Job yeah. twenty two twenty five. I'll go before thee and be thy defense, and you shall have plenty of silver. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what's happened is I'm now in this goodwill store. Like we we did a barbecue, fed the hungry for a year, but I stopped that. But um, uh, mainly because uh, yeah, for other reasons anyway. And then uh, people come in. I, I think they need to be spiritually saved, not not hungry, because no one's hungry in Australia. We've got social services. There's there's no need for to be hungry here. 
So I was wasting my time, but I put my time into now their spiritual food, into getting them saved, getting them delivered. And um, I don't know how many people said the sinner's prayer here, um, went off, um, took Bibles, and that's happening on a consistent basis. Uh, I decided to water baptize people. Um, that was that was an interesting thing because it never dawned on me that I hadn't water baptized anyone. And then and then I thought, what about if I meet Jesus? And he says, when you water baptize people, <laughs> and, yeah, I told you, go in all the world and baptize. So I started just saying, you want to be baptized. So I baptized quite a few people since then, and um, they they actually manifest in the water. <laughs> some of them, really. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's wild. Right in front, and we do it in the public, you know, in the public area where there's a little pool thing, well, uh, salt water pool. So uh, here I am casting demons out, and people are going. Some people go, oh, "What are you? What's going on there?" Oh, exorcism. Yeah, we're doing baptism, and that's the evil spirit coming out. And they're looking; their eyes are open. <laughs> that's amazing. Right in the public, man. Because <laughs> so, <laughs> you know the the baptism, I, I found. Um, I found people coming to me that had been around trying to get deliverance, but they hadn't been baptized. And um, the, the Christianity is the way, right? So God says he, he uh, establishes everything by two or three witnesses. So the, the water and the blood and the spirit bear witness on earth. So that's through the baptism. Because Jesus' side came water and blood. So the water knows the blood, and then it's your spirit, which means you have to be of age, not a baby, because in heaven the Holy Spirit bears witness. So we have here a very important thing that we're carrying around in our body water that is bearing the witness of our salvation. So until we get water baptized, I believe the devil thinks he can get us back. It's not absolutely a salvation issue, but it is a witness of salvation issue. So I found that it's powerful in deliverance, especially for hard cases. Yeah, brother, that's a great point. Yeah, and while man. you're doing that, I just looked up Mark 16. It's what it says. 15 says, and he said to them, "It's Jesus, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned." We're to get baptized, unless you're on your deathbed, hmm. you know, maybe you get yep. in like that, or the thief on the cross, but that's the exception to the rule. Get water baptized, folks. It's a outward sign of being born again. Yep, and, and, and actually the water bears witness and the blood speaks. It says so, Jesus' blood has a voice. Yes. So, so you got you got the voice of Jesus' blood inside you, witnessing your salvation. I've said to the demons, "Listen to what the blood says." Ah, they don't like it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's the water and the blood saying? Ah, listen to that. Now come out. <laughs> Yeah, so so you know Jesus said I'm the way. He got baptized, you know. He didn't argue. John John the Baptist tried to talk him out of it, and he said no. It fulfills all righteousness. So grace rules through righteousness. Somewhere it says that grace rules through righteousness. So have we got grace ruling? 
and and um, if we meet the way, you know, it's 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 a narrow way. We meet the way. Let's get baptized. Um, uh, let all three witnesses come into play: the spirit, the blood, and the water. And then you've got everything going for you. And um, I actually baptize people over Skype. <laughs> wow! What do you do? Get them in a bathtub? We, yeah. Yeah, we I, we do the prayer, and I get a confession. You know, they confess that they renounce Satan, um, that they're accepting to die and be raised again with Jesus. They want their name in the book of life, and they want to prove that they prove their witness to be a Christian. And then, I, and then, they're going to go under the water to prove that. And um, then they go off. We do the prayer, and then they go off under the shower or in the bath or whatever, and come back. And um, I've had one, one, <laughs> one went, and then he didn't come back. And what I'm happened? waiting, and I'm, oh, <laughs> I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Then uh, in about 30 minutes, he came back. Uh, and I said, what What took you so long? He said, all the demons were coming out of me. So he stayed there. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So that, that poor guy got loaded with demons from playing computer games, Dungeons and Dragons, and all that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Harry Potter type witchcrafty computer game things. Yeah, and he was in a bad state, Shannon. Absolutely awful state. Now, after I baptized him, I, I said to the demon, "You shouldn't have let him get baptized." And the demon in him started crying. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was crying because it lost him. So up until then he had no progress, and now apparently he's—I got a text that he's a lot better, and he's doing Bible study every week. Brother, that's so, exciting! I think you need to do a whole teaching called "Let's Get Baptized." Let's get baptized, and <laughs> not many people so are preaching about uh, it, brother. Hey, eh? I mean it's right there in the Word. Yeah. But you know, people I don't people say, people "Oh, I got baptized in the Holy Spirit." Yeah, fine. There's a, a passage where they did have the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and then Peter come along and said they ordered to be baptized. Why forbid them water? So it was yes. still a requirement after the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Yes. Mm, don't confuse so, it with that. Don't let the devil steal it from you, because the devil has lost you with the proof of baptism. And, you know, God has made a, a system. He's made a way. This works, you know. And um, we're called to follow it. I am the way. Follow me. And if we will just humble ourselves and follow the system, we'll be a lot happier. Absolutely. And I, yeah. I believe it's not simply sprinkling water on your head as a baby, but it's no, actually man. immersion under the water. Don't mm -hmm. come all the way up. Um I've been baptized four times. <laughs> Twice by my granddad when I was a kid. Another yeah. time at 18, and then I had an opportunity to do it over in the River Jordan in Israel on a trip. I said, i got to do that too. <laughs> cool. Well, well man, you can't have too much witness. Well, amen you know, to that. I, I, I reckon if you want to get baptized again, anybody, get baptized again. Who cares? You know, just, just follow it. Um, I, I think that... Uh, you, know, you can't help but send a good message to the devil that you it's over and um, you know the water you know you know the water Shannon I was looking at water 
It wasn't cursed. God said, "Curse is the ground, Adam, for your sake." Mm. So, so you're getting baptized in a in a substance that wasn't cursed, and the water existed before the light. It says the spirit was on the waters, and then God said, "Let there be light." So we're talking about a mystery here. This is water is a mystery. Yeah. So we 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 have a very interesting thing going on there. If we just go like little children, go along, we'll, we'll find a huge blessing. Mm. What a teaching that is. I want you to Help. talk more about that on the next show. <laughs> Mystery of Water. Folks, did we, you enjoy uh, tonight? We, we, <laughs> sure did. I sure did. Yeah. I sure did. We're glad to have you back. Yeah, cool. Nice to be back and uh, share the things. Uh, a lot of the things we've been discovering, right, together, me and Peter Johnson and the, and the other crews from Southport and ourselves, um, are things that we put into practice, Shannon. Not not just mental ascent, things things that we're putting into practice that work. You've tested and them out. They actually work. They work, man. They work and they're, you know, uh, it's able to pass on. It's teachable, able to pass on. Starts with uh, starts with a little bit of knowledge there, and then um, we practice it, and that develops our faith as we as we get results. Peter, I want to thank you for coming on tonight. I've been blessed to be cool. here. What do you got available well, in your uh, schedule to do another show? Yeah, we, we can do one a week if we want at the same time. If you want to, you want to do one next week, same time? Would that work? Yeah, let's do it. Why not? Okay, I'm a, and I've got the right time now. That's actually um, 3 p.m. Brisbane. That's midnight America. So I'll be on midnight time America. There. Cool. Perfect. <laughs> My brother, cool. do a seance right. and um, say a prayer over the people tonight to close this up. All right. Up. All right. Everyone, you just lift up your hearts. You know, a good thing to do when you're getting prayed for is um, set your heart to love God. Because he says uh, there in one of his promises that he delivers those that love him. So it's a, that's why Jesus didn't mess around with it. So... Um, Okay, dear Father God, we thank you and praise you for everyone, including all the saints, including the listeners here. We love you and we praise you for them. You know them all as we know you know them all. We ask that your love come to all of them. And also, Father God, that your love come to all of their family members and put to sleep the works of the devil in all their lives all their family members' lives, all their loved ones' lives. Let it be a level playing field so that their loved ones can see the gospel. Let your love burn in their hearts. Give them a spirit of understanding, knowledge of the truth, a love of the truth. Appoint them to know the truth, dear Father God, and fill them with all the right spirits, love, joy, peace, soundness of mind, self-control, grace. Let them be blessed with the fire and the power to overcome life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, your only Son. Amen. 
You know, I say amen to that. Amen. Brother God Richie, bless you, Brother Peter. Folks, mark your calendar. Next week, same time. we got Peter Whiffin back on Omega Man Radio. We're excited to be here with him in 2020. And you're going to be blessed by these teachings he's bringing. And we'll give you opportunity also for prayer. Yeah, My man. brother, we love you. <laughs> See you next yeah, week. Praise the Lord. Praise <laughs> the Lord for you all. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye, Peter. Bye. Folks, did you enjoy that? I'm excited. Peter's on board. Every week, we're going to have him on this same slot. Three, excuse me, uh, Tuesdays, 12 a.m. Eastern, USA. Wow. Okay, I've already added him into the schedule. We're ready to roll for next week. I want to thank you all for tuning in. God richly bless you. Love you all. That's going to conclude tonight's marathon. We started at 7 last night with Joseph Cohen. We had Gene Moody. We had a special guest as well. We had Joseph Farrar. We read a little bit of the word. Demon Hotline, Peter Whiffen. Tomorrow night, we've got great stuff coming up, including two international shows in the wee hours of Thursday morning, Elvis Duhart and David Measures. Great stuff for you this week. Many opportunities to call in for prayer. Demon Hotlines. We'll get uh, Brother Joseph Jasinski to pray for you this week. we got Lou Young and others. God bless you all. If you want to find out more about our ministry, just go to our website, omegamanradio.com. While you're there, you can pick up all the shows for free. Get our magazine. It's all free. If you want to support the broadcast, we appreciate your help. You can do so right there. Don't forget to invite a friend to come out and check us out here on YouTube. Also, I have upgraded the name on Facebook. I've changed the URL to Demon Hotline. We're really going to promote the Demon Hotline and get the men and women of God on here to help take calls, pray for you. So, facebook.com backslash Demon Hotline. Folks, hopefully, imminently, in the next few minutes, get a knock on my door. They're going to come here and change out the modem. Let's see if that helps us. We'll see you next time. God bless.